When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. And we are live from Atlanta, Georgia. We are a mere block or two away from the Mercedes-Benz Dome. We are getting set for Oklahoma and LSU. It's the 14 playoff. It's the Peach Bowl. The Sooners, one went away from playing for a national championship. Two victories away from national championship number eight. This is going to be a bit of a recap pod. We're going to take you back to Monday when the Sooners first arrived and the offensive and defensive player and coaches meetings with the media from earlier this week. Now, as the day progresses today, we're going to drop the scene setter to get you ready for tomorrow's kickoff. And we'll have some tidbits from the full media day, which took place on Thursday. Kind of the cool thing about the full media day setting is that every single player is available. So it's kind of cool. You hear from players that haven't necessarily been interviewed all season long. I know some Spencer Rattler quotes were making the rounds. So it's it's really cool whenever a lot of these young guys who haven't had an opportunity yet have a chance to shine. So we'll have some of that coming up for you on the Sooner Sports Podcast. But here's the plan today. You're going to hear from Lincoln Riley. You're going to hear from Kale Gundy. You're going to hear from Alex Grinch. And you're going to hear from a handful of players. It's all part of the week that has been as we get set for tomorrow's Peach Bowl. So let's get after it, shall we? Lincoln Riley started this whole shindig off when the Sooners arrived we're on happy Monday. To be here. Uh, Coach uh, confirmed the tough yeah, we've great that work. many of us were uh, Back at home, you know, from, from day one, we put together a schedule that we thought um, 
we've put our team in the best position to play our very best ball, and uh, our players have responded well. Staff has. Uh, I think we've got a great plan. Excited about the work that we've had, and, and we're certainly excited to get here to Atlanta and, and uh, get game week started. All right, good. Any questions? Right here. Did everyone travel? And love uh, everyone did travel, and um, um, the availability of the three guys that you mentioned or that have been in question, those guys won't play. They will not play. Yeah, he got hurt in practice. Um, um, right now, our expectation is is that he would not play. Um, but we'll see how the week goes on. I, I don't want to air guys' dirty laundry out. You guys know me well enough like that. So they. They get that enough in this world, so um, they uh, they won't be available to play. What can you? I mean, life's been so important to you guys in terms of health. We love that. For uh, what what kinds of things can you do to to make up for that? What can you do? Well, we're not a one man show up front. I haven't been all year. Um, Ronnie's been a good player for us, but we've got a lot of good players up there. We've, Recruited a lot of good players. We've developed a lot of players. You know, our production, you know, if you look at the front, has been pretty even across the board, and we've gotten it from a lot of different players. You know, you, several games you go back and look, and, you know, some, several of the games where we had a ton of sacks or a ton of pressures, and rarely were they just coming from one person. And uh, so, you know, it's no different than a guy getting hurt first play of the game. You know, this way you're able to prepare for it a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to go into great detail of what our plan is, but I'm confident in the guys that we have and pressure we've been able to force this year, and hopefully we can do it again. Well, we've got a lot of guys that are. You know, I think Coach Grinch has done an outstanding job of developing those guys, and we've. You know, we've had a lot of kind of bumps and bruises throughout the year, played a lot of different lineups. We've, you know, as we talked about so much, you know, especially at the beginning of the year, it seemed like a hot topic. We were playing so many different players, and that's when, you know, times like this is when those things matter and when they show up. And uh, so, you know, Justin's had a very strong year for us, uh, but we have a lot of players that have as well. And, and uh, so we'll put the best ones out there and you know we've got guys that are experienced and ready to play well. Oh, they're doing fine. Yeah, they're doing fine. Yeah, no, TJ, uh, you know, TJ's going to get some opportunities. Um, you know, he was a guy that we honestly felt like coming into the season. I remember it felt a lot like Rodney Anderson a few years ago when we had still had Samaje and Joe. It was kind of like, man, this these two guys are pretty good, but this guy's practicing so well in uh, Rodney at the time, like we got to find ways to get, get him involved. You know, Rodney ended up getting hurt that year. We, we kind of felt the same way about TJ coming in. You know, we had some experienced guys that had produced in the past that are very good players, but we, TJ was practicing so well that we were just saying, man, we're going to have to find ways to keep getting him involved because he's just getting better and better. And uh, he got injured as well. And, uh, you 
you know, missed the first half of the season, but he's come back, done a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, a lot of confidence in him. I know he'll be ready. Honestly, in a way, this one's this one's easier because you know, you know. Um, yeah, it's always tough, you know. And you've got a plan. You got to have contingencies. I mean, that's 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 our job. Uh, but certainly, the more time you have to prepare for it, you know, at any point, the easier easier that it is. So, I'm confident the players we have, and I'm confident the staff that we have that we'll have a group out there that's ready to play and, and a scheme that'll uh, give us a great chance to play well. It was, yeah, it was. Um, but you know, one of those guys here—they're able to practice, um, able to help this team win in a different way right now. They give us great preparation on on both sides of the ball. You know, it's having good players that in, on any part of your football team anywhere can be an advantage. And uh, those guys won't play for Saturday, but they can do a lot of things. You know, offensively, defensively, giving looks, special teams. Um, so again, they've uh, you know they've got to find a way to help this team win, and it won't be it won't be on Saturday, but they can certainly help us here through the week. Any comparison? Um... To any team you played, from what you've seen from LSU on film, have they done anything similar to anybody you faced? Um, oh, I mean, there's, there's, sure, there's comparison scheme-wise, you know, um, you know, especially in this league historically, you know, when you look at them offensively, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of comparison scheme-wise, but um, yeah, they're, they're unique in their own ways, and and it's the combination of the scheme and certainly the. The, the players that they have, so you know we we know it's going to be a uh, you know it's a it's going to be two really good football teams going at it. We're both here for a reason. They're here for a reason, and um, so that's going to be fun. Flathead was being banged up. How much have you been able to see of the other two guys? Have you been able to get a good read? Yeah, we we have. I mean, it's uh, you know it's a. Give them credit. It doesn't look like a huge drop off when 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 the other ones are in. So they've obviously recruited well. They've got some uh, they've got some depth, you know, and that's that's key at this point. I mean, this point of the year, you're going to have guys get banged up. You're going to have things happen, and and uh, a lot of times the four teams that are here are here because yeah, they're your your first eleven are, are pretty good, but most of the times we've got some quality depth behind, and we're able to win a. Great players out for whatever reason is you're able to, to plug the leak and kind of keep on churning and uh, you know LSU's been able to do that at running back from what we've been able to see and, and we've been able to do that at certainly multiple positions this year too. No, right now those are the three.
Uh, I don't feel it from a multi-year standpoint. I think this team craves it right now. Um, I mean, that that's, you know, this program has a long-standing history of great expectations. And, um, and that is, uh, I think you. I think you, you feel that all the time, every year, no matter where you're at here, and, and it's a great thing uh, because I think it helps push us to continue to play at the level that we have. Um, but as far as expectations for that and feeling it, no, I, I think it's just you're showing the moment with this team and these coaches and these players, and it's uh, because right now that's what's gonna that's what's gonna help you win it. And so uh, certainly you want to do it for the program and for all the people that are involved or have been involved, um, but, you know, we're the only ones that can do it right now. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember the conversation. Yeah, we had a good talk. Um, I remember talking about the play a little bit. Nothing too, uh, nothing too in depth. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's been one of those plays for us that, and a lot of plays are like this. I mean, you a lot of times you're going to get out of plays what you put into them, and uh, if you're going to be good at something consistently, you've got to you know, be able to put the work into it. And uh, that's been one of the things that we've chosen to do, and it's uh, and uh, it's been a good play for us. All right, time for two more program players. I think we saw Alex Rich in New York from the Heisman ceremony. And we've heard Alex and Jalen talk about their relationship with each other. Is that unusual for a quarterback to be as a coordinator to have that kind of relationship? And how have you seen that? I, I wouldn't say it's unusual. I, I think our, uh, yeah, I know, you know, Baker and Mike had a really good, um, had a really good relationship. Um, now you, you get that that develops through the year with your defensive coaches. You may not be in the meeting room with them all the time, but you, you know, you you're going against those guys all the time throughout the year and the competitive side of it. Then I and then I think too, obviously, coordinator is going to be one of the bigger leaders on your team, and your quarterback's always going to be one of the bigger leaders on your team. So there is some shared bond there. And so, uh, no, it was fun. It was good to have Alex and, and Becky there. Uh, something they hadn't been able to experience. So it was fun to be able to, to enjoy that with them. And uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I know you yeah, no, I don't. I wasn't head coach Tom. I, I remember when it happened, but didn't know him very well. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's been a good player for him, no, no question. You know, been been productive, um, made a lot of plays for him. So certainly looks like he's he's done a good job, and uh, obviously it's turned out well for them. And we're pretty happy with the guy playing inside linebacker for us too. Last question, Ryan. Is this the only game that those three will be suspended? Uh, they're suspended right now. That's where I'm leaving it. All right, thank you. All right. I mean, you know, 
that's our God, but you know, they can't really worry about that right now. We still got a job to do. Uh, we just try to focus on that. Are you confident in other guys who are going to be playing this game? Definitely got the most confident uh, in our group. You know, you know, it's an opportunity we got to step up and, you know, we're just going to do what we got to do. As a leader of, you know, this defensive line, how have you got that conversation with some of the other guys in terms of stepping up? Um, the guys are guys already know uh, uh, what the deal is, you know, with us. We know the standard that we have for us and as a group. And you know, despite what happens, you know, you know what we got to do. And the primary thing is just focusing on the task at hand and make sure we play our best ball. Now, specifically, what kind of growth have you seen from this season? Well, I definitely seen a lot of a lot of growth. You know, I just see a guy that you know made the most out of his opportunities and definitely stepped up for us. You know, he, he's a guy that's definitely uh, really played big, you know, when we needed him the most. And, you know, just just happy to see him develop as a player, but also, you know, as a person, just to see, uh, you know, kind of see all the opportunities that he has uh, in front of him present, start to present himself. Uh, it's a good thing to see. Because of his pass rushing ability, he's a guy who took the play three seasons at home. Definitely, but, you know, all, all the guys, we got so many guys, you know, on that defense line that, you know, just waiting for that opportunity. And, you know, like I said, it presented himself, and, you know, guys are hungry. And, Again, you know, guys are going to step up and make it a uh, more side opportunities. What have you guys seen from that uh, LSU offensive line specifically? You know, solid group of guys uh, play well together, you know, well coached, and, you know, guys that want to do their job. It's credit to them. How is That's not really uh, for me to speak about, but uh, he's doing fine. You talk to, I mean, have you guys felt when you talk to him being an older guy, he's a little bit younger, just sort of kind of be there for him? Pretty you know, that, that's my brother, but obviously I'm not here to really talk about that, but you know, it is what it is. What up? What's the challenge of playing Christmas? Uh, Challenge, more so just opportunity. Obviously, you know you can't really get caught up with the other stuff. But obviously, you know a lot of us would love to be at home, but you know this is you have an opportunity to play a ball game um, and you know to do what we do. So can't really work. We're here. You know we're gonna make the most of it. You know, obviously, nobody's going home, so you know gotta get to it. Um, Carrie, I wouldn't really say that. Um, just because we knew what it was. Um, just you know, once we got a got into playoff ball, uh, and we just knew again. You know, this is a business trip. And, you know, you got to approach it as such. You know, and we just know that uh, we're here for you know one thing, and it's to play ball. What have you seen out of Joe Burrow? What's kind of when you watch him on film? What's kind of made him? You know, be a highs and choke I mean, you know, he, he's a playmaker. Obviously, um, you know, he's done a lot of uh, really impressive things. Um, so, again, you know, the primary thing is just trying to focus on what we can do and how we can have an impact and just focus on playing our best ball. You know, he's a great player. Obviously, you know, the film shows that. Uh, but, you know, you got to play.
I'm grateful, uh, especially being my last year. Still have a chance for a national championship. Um, you can't ask for more. Um, it definitely got on us quicker than normal. Normally we go home, but we understood what we we're trying to do, and just also the approach we took this year as a team has been a little bit different, and I think it will benefit us in the game. Uh, no, not really. Um, obviously, we finally got that continuity throughout the whole season, but the weeks off, like you mentioned, could be difficult. But I just think it's about how you approach the game. Um, we've been focusing on certain things, like loose ends that we could fix as an offense, as a team, as a whole. So I think just focusing on how you can get better during that stretch will translate into the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much. I'd say if I knew this was my last game, I'd pr probably approach it different. But just having that chance to play another game after this, uh, I'm more so focused on the task at hand rather than trying to soak it all in. Uh, either Sugar Bowl or the Rose Bowl was pretty fun. Um, those two are probably my top two, um, for sure. Um, for different reasons, probably New Orleans for the food, and then Rose Bowl. I'd never been to California before, and the the weather was so nice out there too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, that's kind of been one of our main points throughout the bowl prep is just starting fast, um, amongst other things. But, yeah, that's kind of been an Achilles heel when we get in these type of games is just starting fast and what it takes to start fast, just doing what we do, making routine plays, things like that. What, what Right. Just focusing on what's made you successful to get you to this point, playing in a playoff game. I'm just – making routine plays and not beating yourself or putting yourself behind the chains or little things like that, not getting unnecessary penalties, just playing clean football. I think that will help get you to start fast. What are some of the challenges you've seen from this LSU defense? Um, they got great personnel. They got good players on that side. Um, they're, they're not, they're not going to just mess around disguise too much. They're just going to try and beat you man on man, uh, say they're better than you, and they got a lot of good players. So it'll be a good matchup. Yeah, yeah. Um, got some link to him. A little bit lighter, but I mean, he's a good player. He's on their team for a reason. Um, uh, he, if he's out there, we're gonna we're just gonna play whoever's in front of us. I was at Cafe Du Monde all the time. Those the beignets. That was that was my thing. I wasn't. Too big on the Cajun seafood, even though my last name is Creole. I got a little bit of family down there, but those beignets were my thing up there. Where did you go? Uh, my grandfather, um, you know, he's deceased. He grew up in LeBear, Louisiana. Of course, in there with Lincoln was Neville Gallimore and Nick Basquin as well, too. So you heard the uh, Canadian crusher, Canadian bacon, as Toby Rowland likes to say. And, of course, third down Basquin, who is, uh, I think, going to play a major role for this team come Saturday. In the meantime, 
Kel Gundy, you know, with Lincoln Riley being the offensive coordinator, they like to have a different coach kind of meet with the media from the offensive side of the football. So long time, longest tenured Sooner assistant, Kel Gundy sat down and met with the media along with CeeDee Lamb, Creed Humphrey, and Jalen Hurts and all gave their perspective on the Peach Bowl. Flew in yesterday morning, excited to be here. It's a great city. It's a great, uh, you know, it's going to be a great venue to play in. <clears throat> We're excited to play LSU. Obviously, he's a, uh, a great opponent. Feel like we're going to do well on Saturday and, and uh, go from there. All right, Coach. All right, for the players, uh, Jalen, we'll start with you. Talk about you know the event last night, getting into kind of some of the bowl week activities. Uh, tremendous comeback, maybe the best comeback that we've ever had in the history of our football feud. Uh, what was that event last night like for you guys? Um, it was cool to get out there, have some fellowship with the teammates, um, experience this with these guys, and um, I think it was all cool. Yeah. Great about you. Yeah, it was a it was a good time for sure. Uh, just having some uh, good times with the, you know, the team and everything like that. It was fun. Just uh, ready for Saturday. CD, what about what about touring the Hall of Fame? What did you think of uh, getting to see the Hall of Fame? <coughs> uh, I saw I got a glimpse of it uh, during the Home Depot award show, so it wasn't really much of a surprise to me. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll go ahead and open it up for questions. Raise your hand. We'll get you a microphone. Where are we going? Back in the back? All right, all the way in the back. Microphone, please. Uh, Colin Kennedy, OU Insider. For Coach Gundy, obviously preparing for a defense like LSU is a very difficult task, but what specifically do you see that stands out to you as prepare for Dave Aranda's scheme and, of course, the front seven and secondary combination that they bring to the table? Well, they're balanced across, um, you know, in the front and in the back. <clears throat> Got a lot of speed. Physical up front, got a lot of athletes. Um, they can bring in many multiple linebackers. Um, you know, they've, they've really played well the last few weeks, especially the last few games. <clears throat> Georgia's and the Arkansas's and, and then seem to really get settled in what they want to do schematically. Um, so it'll be, a, it'll be a good game, good challenge for us on Saturday. We'll be ready for it. All right, next question. All right, staying back in the back. Matt Trent, ABC Baton Rouge. Uh, Jalen, how much stock do you personally put in uh, your recent or your past success against LSU while you were at Alabama? Well, I said this when I first came to Oklahoma. I said um, no pass, no touchdown, no win while I was at the University of Alabama will help us win games here. Thanks, good morning. Marty Smith, ESPN. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Jalen, you've had some moments in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, good and bad. What is that place to you? In what ways does – in where does that place sit in terms of your college football memories? And what is your hope for making a new one on Saturday night? Yeah, I think it's um, – I think all good experience, good experiences – um, you know, opportunities for me to learn um, some some great moments in that stadium, and it's just great to be back in there, um, have an opportunity to play with this team, these guys up here, and, and going out there and making another a special, another special night. Over here on the ref, 
Jalen, obviously the two quarterbacks in this game are going to get a lot of attention. Did you have a chance to interact with Joe at all in New York City, get to know him at, at any point? And um, your motivation, some people might say he's the runner-up, he wants to prove something in this game, or are you just always motivated? Yeah, um, I guess you just made that decision for me as far as my motivation. My motivation is, is to go out there and do something special with these guys. And, and take advantage of this great opportunity that we have together. So, all right, back in the back again. Uh, Colin Kennedy, you insider for Creed. Obviously, this offensive line has become a very solid unit, but it's faced its fair share of adversity. R.J. Proctor coming in late in the season, Adrian battling some things, and obviously guys like Tyrese and Marquise starting for the first time this year. How proud are you to reach the college football playoff with this unit? And in what ways have they kind of become somewhat similar to the unit that you were a part of a season ago? Yeah, you know, it's uh, really exciting to see those guys grow throughout the season. You know, uh, I'm really proud of what they've accomplished this year for sure. And uh, it's, it's great to be a part of that line. You know, uh, as far as reaching the college football playoff, you know, that's one of our goals every season. So, you know, that's just, that's just was one of our goals. You know, it wasn't too, you know, much of a surprise for us, you know. So, well, we're excited about it for sure. But, uh, you know, I'm just really proud of the guys that have stepped up. Next question. Raise your hand. All right. Staying back in the back left. Uh, CD, how dynamic is this LSU secondary compared to some of the other ones that you faced this season? Um, the boys are very physical. Uh, they call themselves DBU for a reason, so I can't wait to see um, on Saturday. Next question. All right, over here on the far right, row two. Uh, Amos Morrell with WWL Radio. Uh, Jalen, <clears throat> I'm curious, uh, you know, I know obviously you're preparing for LSU's defense, but have you watched much of Joe this season, and uh, what have you thought of the way uh, Joe Burrows played? Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. He's done a great job in what they do. He's been very efficient. Um, he's executed very well, so I salute him. All right. Back up here on the left side. Go ahead, Marty. Uh, Coach and CD, how would you guys compare what Jalen's done this season to the previous – y'all got me choked up – to the previous uh, couple quarterbacks who have done quite well? He's Jalen's led this team, and this offense has been a great leader for us. Um, he's um, he's been a part of a lot of a lot of success this year for our football team. Another conference championship. Uh, there's still more that's left out there to accomplish. Um, we've been fortunate here to, under Coach Riley to have uh, great quarterbacks every season, and um, Jalen is. Um, taken on his own to do what he needed to do to lead this team as a quarterback, and he's done a great job. Kind of going off what Coach Gundy said, uh, yeah, he's done a great job here, uh, especially coming in January and the spring uh, with a lot on his plate, and uh, obviously it wasn't enough for him. So he came in, did his thing, um, and here we are in the playoffs. Right, right here in the front, Scott. Scott Rappelay with the Baton Rouge Advocate for Creed. Um, you guys are the only team in the playoff with a loss, but but in, but also in a sense, you guys have been tested in, in in ways that maybe the other teams haven't been. How how has the adversity y'all faced this year? 
How can it help you in, in a playoff situation now that the games just get bigger and bigger? Uh, yeah, you know, just uh, throughout the season we've had, you know, some adversity for sure. I think just uh, really just prepares us to be in any type of game that we're in, that we find ourselves in. So, uh, you know, I think it's it's a good thing we faced adversity so far. So uh, nothing's really going to surprise us. That's good. All right, next question. All right, all the way back in the back again. Uh, for CD, Charleston Rambo uh, in the cultural playoff a year ago was really when he took the stage against Alabama. And then for Jaden Hazelwood coming back to the state of Georgia, kind of returning home, I'm sure both of those guys are very excited to take this stage and maybe an increased role offensively. What's the sense you get from those two guys as they head into this football game, and what are you doing to lead them into this uh, matchup with LSU? There's only so much I can say. Uh, at the end of the day, them boys are going to have to go out there and play. Uh, and I'm very confident in them. And like you said, Charleston Rambo, he kind of, a year ago, he kind of put himself out there. And uh, I can't wait to see what he's going to do this year. And um, as for Jaden, he's been growing up throughout the season as a freshman. And um, at this point, he's not really considered a freshman anymore. So he's going to have to play his best ball. All right, back to Marty. Jalen, after you all beat Houston in the season opener, I asked you after the game on the field how you would define this journey and you used the word unprecedented. Now, all these games later, how would you define this story right now to someone who didn't know it? I use the same word, um, unprecedented. <clears throat> very consistent with it because that's what it is. Um, and you know, it's been very easy for people to make this about me or try to make it about me, but um, none of this is done by one person, um, a lone soldier. These guys next to me, all the coaches, all the players, they contribute to everything and, and all of our success. So, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to ride together and we're going we're gonna to work and we're going to prepare for, for what's up, up next. All right, next question. All right, while they're thinking, Coach, uh, I'll ask you, uh, LSU's defensive backfield's coming off a game where they held Georgia to 225 yards, had a couple of picks. How do you evaluate that unit, and what challenges do they present in your passing game? Well, again, like I mentioned earlier, they're, <clears throat> they've got a lot of speed. They're very athletic. Um, they, they do a great job in, in man coverage. <clears throat> a lot of that has to do with, you know, the success that they have up front, um, you know, getting to the quarterback. Uh, their blitz package, they do a great job with that. So it'll be a challenge for us. We're looking forward to it. All right. All right. Any other questions? All right, we're going to go here on the left side, fourth row. Uh, Jalen, how would you compare your journey to Joe Burrow's journey? Just, you know, two transfers looking looking to find a team. You take, take me through how would you compare those two? Um, yeah, I think to each their own, and everybody has a, uh, a bit of uniqueness in their own journey. Um, you know, it's hard to compare certain things, but I'm happy, I'm happy he's doing well. And here we are. All right, where are we going next, guys? All right, back to, back to Marty. Here we go. Sorry, I feel like it's my press conference. Um, guys, I interviewed Lincoln yesterday, and he said to me that you guys have an edge about you coming into this game. Uh, Jalen, I'll ask you, what is that edge? What's it stem from? Um, it stems from the, I guess, the goals, the, the standard we set for ourselves. Um, early on, we, we set out things that we wanted to accomplish. 
Um, there's no need to sit here and talk about what we want to do. We got to go do it. And I think we've worked really hard all year. We've overcome, overcome a lot. We've learned a lot about ourselves as a team, grown together as, uh, as one. Um, so we got a great opportunity to, to do something great and learn and use all of those experiences to, to our advantage. So we got an opportunity to do it. So I can't wait for it. All right, over here on the left, fourth row. Hey, Jalen, what do you remember about that 2016 game at LSU? It was 10 nothing. You had that long touchdown run. Can you kind of take us take take me back to your memories on that one? What, you, what, what do you want me to tell you? When in the game? Yeah, won the game. All right, over here on the far right, third row. Jalen, can you speak to your defense and how good they are? Sometimes the Big 12 gets labeled for, for shootouts and whatnot. But it looks like your defense in some big games has held some people down. Just Yeah, I think um, I think our defense is playing really well. Um, Coach Grinch has done a great job just going against them in practice every day. It gets very competitive. Um, just executing the scheme, being disciplined in what they do. I mean, it's, it's been it's been fun to watch. Right. Other questions? We got time for a few more. All right, we're going to go all the way in the back left. Yeah, for Coach, uh, Coach Aranda came in here and doubled down on uh, Mike Gunny's theory that you guys are playing basically a triple option style offense in the spread. He's excited to see the variation of plays and trickeration that you guys put on in the field. Is it fun or interesting for you to see a lot of different coaches and teams essentially portraying you as a triple option team? What's your viewpoint on that as more teams take on that mentality? I can't, I, I can't hear him. I, I, I didn't hear you good enough. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Coach Aranda was in here and essentially doubled down on Mike's theory that you guys are playing a triple option style offense in the spread. What is your viewpoint on various coaches and teams continuing to emphasize the fact that in their minds you guys are a triple option attack in the spread offense? I think it's just another way to, to um, you know, look at these offenses and, and you, you see a lot of players on the field um, that are great athletes and just trying to use from sideline to sideline and just different ways you can get the, the ball into different players' hands. Uh, I believe I would venture to say that almost, you know, more than half of the teams across the country are doing the exact same thing. It's just the style of football that we're playing today. And um, with the, the great young athletes that are coming up out of the high school ranks in, in football and, and the better skilled players, it just makes it uh, it's a, it's an exciting time in, in college football to be, be, be on the offensive side. Right, let's get a mic around here. Far left on the front row, please. Hey, Coach Gundy, um, you've been here, been around the program for 30-plus years. Uh, as a player, as a coach, what does the program mean to you? Obviously, it means a lot, but can you kind of put into words what the program means to you as a, as a coach, as a person, uh, what it's done for your life and all that kind of stuff? Well, first, I've been there 26, so I don't want to. I don't want to go down to 30. I'm not there yet, but I'm. I've been. I've been very fortunate, and blessed. I've had the opportunity to be around a lot of, 
a lot of great players, a lot of All-Americans, National Award winners, All-Conference winners, uh, a lot of great assistant coaches, coordinators, coordinators that's gone on to be head coaches. Uh, th this is one of the, the special college football programs in America. There's no doubt about it. And um, being now, you know, my year 21 as an assistant, it's, it's you know, I, I go back to the word consistency. And this is something this program has, has been about. And um, I, I think that <clears throat> what, this, what, what the University of Oklahoma has continued to do year in and year out, uh, chasing for titles, um, you know, producing a lot of great players on the football field has been um, it's been really really great to be a part of. All right, we got time for a couple more. Who's next? All right, let's go all the way in the back left again. For coach uh, Lincoln was asked earlier in this process one word to describe the mentality of the team. I believe he said the word was hunger. And then later on, he also was asked to essentially describe the state of the fan base for Oklahoma, and he kind of went on that same note saying that they're hungry for more, they're hungry for a national title. Do you feel like hunger, do you feel that hunger in this program, and do you feel like these players exhibit kind of a want and a, a true passion for the pursuit of a national title this year? Who would you say said that? Coach Riley. Yeah, no, I, this, this is the University of Oklahoma. I mean, this Oklahoma is about – winning and pursuing championships. So, I mean, every year it's that's it's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to win championships. Uh, players, coaches, students, fans, um, alumni. <clears throat> Again, Oklahoma's about pursuing and, and chasing championships. And, and um, yes, I, I think there's no doubt that there's, there's hunger, but there's hunger every year, every time we step out on that field. Next question. Last chance. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Oh, I'm sorry, did, did I miss one? Yeah, you had one right there. Where are we going, Scott? Uh, Scott, I believe, the advocate again. Jalen, we've all seen that video of you kind of celebrating in the stands early in the season with, with, with the, the fans. How, how do you feel you've been accepted at Oklahoma? And what did, what did you try to do or what have you tried to exhibit to, to, to make people Except you as a player, just who's just here for one year. Yeah, I think that's it, it's all unique when you look at it that way. And um, talk about having true fans and true support from two of the best universities in college football history. Um, it's special. Uh, I think that's another way. It's unprecedented, and I, I appreciate it all. Um, you know. More importantly, my teammates have welcomed me, um, embraced me, um, put me at the, on this pedestal and allowed me uh, to do these things for them and, and, and contribute to the team. So I'm appreciative of, of, of everything. And then we wrap things up with some defense. You'll hear some Kenneth Murray. You'll hear a little bit more of Neville Gallimore. And you'll hear from Alex Grinch, who was loving the moment, the Sooner defensive coordinator making his first trip to the Peach Bowl. Well, obviously thrilled to, uh, to be here in Atlanta. Um, weather's turning today, so it wasn't fun getting off the plane seeing all that rain. But, uh, no, excited to, uh, excited to be here. Obviously, tremendous matchup. Um, I'll say it over and over again, to play championship football in December is so rare. Um, and it's happened in this program uh, quite a bit over the years, but uh, for, for us as individuals to, and this 2019 group to, to find ourselves here on, on Christmas Eve, getting a chance to go practice for uh, a meaningful game. Uh, and it, it doesn't get much, uh, much greater than this in our sport. So 
uh, obviously thrilled to be here. All right. Thanks, Coach. Um, all right, players, for you guys, just talk about what it's been like in Atlanta so far. Uh, is this your first time here? Have you guys been here before? And, and did you have any fun last night at the Battle for Bull Week event? Um, this is my first time being in Atlanta, uh, apart from, you know, just flying through the airport. Um, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know, so far. Um, definitely guys that welcomed us up uh, with open arms. And last night was pretty cool, too, that uh, uh, football field. It was a good time. All right. Kenneth, for you, I, I, I told the guys earlier, I think that's the biggest comeback we've ever had in the football feud. Uh, does that does that bode good things for OU? I mean, uh, you know, we had this, this saying, um, you, know, you know, they're not in until they're, they're officially in, talking about, you know, the offense and getting into the end zone. So, um, you know, we never give up. Uh, you know, speedy, uh, you know, got three and I'll take away mindset. Coach meant to attest to it. So, um, you know, it's been fun being here. Um, obviously, you know, um, being in Atlanta, this is my first time being here. So, um, you know, I had a lot of fun last night. All right. Very good. All right. We'll go ahead and open it up to questions. Raise your hand. We'll get you a microphone. All right. We're going right, to start all the way in the back left. Matt Trent, ABC Baton Rouge. Coach Grinch, how much does the defensive game plan change with Ronnie Perkins' absence this weekend? Well, we've uh, it's, it's kind of been part of our story this year um, in, in terms of, uh, you know, we, we had the, the, the defensive back, Trey Norwood, lost for the year. We had an outside linebacker. And these aren't house, household names, but uh, they, they are in our building. John Michael Terry, an outside linebacker, out for the year. Caleb Kelly was a linebacker. I've missed first, you know, started. I've missed uh, the first ten weeks of the season for us, and so um, it's kind of been part of our story in 2019. Um, and and what what uh, what that looks like and feels like is is uh, you know uh, you know we, we talk about game planning every week, and probably too much is made of that. But uh, you know we stick to um, what we do defensively. Um, we, we we feel like. Uh, um, what, what we ask these guys to do on a week-to-week basis, regardless of opponent, puts them in the situation to be successful. And, and what it requires is everyone to, to, to step up. You know, roles change in, in, uh, when, when you don't have uh, uh, that every, every, every guy I just listed. And uh, the expectation is uh, for, for guys to play at, at, at a high level and, and for us as coaches to put them in the position to do so. But, but you're able to do that um, when you're not a defense of the week, um, when, when – you're, you're not, you know, constantly scribbling on the board to come up with an answer. You got a chance to have some some cumulative reps of maybe a guy that didn't have um, as large of a role uh, early in the season or at some point during the course of the season. That when someone goes down or you're without an individual, uh, that they've they've executed those techniques and fundamentals just as much as maybe the starter. Just uh, obviously not on game day. So the stage gets bigger. We understand that, uh, but but all of us have to step up our game uh, when when you're not at full strength. All right, we're going to go over here to the back right. Hello, Coach. Obviously, you're no stranger to explosive offenses in the Big 12, but speak to the challenges of trying to defend LSU and Burrow and what makes them so special. Well, it's a, an elite group. Um, I think, uh, obviously, tremendous skill. Uh, I think, uh, you know, certainly the, the best offensive line. Um, you know, I think they were named the best offensive line in the country, the quarterbacks, the Heisman Trophy winner, receivers, the Bolitnikoff Award winner. So, um, you know, obviously uh, uh, couldn't have any more respect for an opponent that way. You know, how they attack you, their, their coaching staff does a tremendous job. Um, and so it'll be a, uh, a, a, certainly a challenge for us. Um, and you mentioned, you know, you, you, you see spread offenses and those things. Uh, um, 
weekly kind of in, in our conference. But uh, uh, what you don't want to be is, is naive and say, okay, well, because we've seen X, Y, and Z, that uh, uh, execution on our part all of a sudden gets easy. And so, no, we uh, uh, certainly there's, there's, we couldn't respect an opponent more. Uh, they've done a tremendous job, and it's, it's going to be a major challenge. All right, staying in the same spot in the back right. Coach, talk about the uh, what you guys are going to do if Deller and Turner's not able to play and uh, just kind of the development overall at the safety position. I know you've talked a lot about the depth issue that you guys have there. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, you know, we, we've uh, you know, played a few guys there over the course of the season, um, and, and it hasn't been a position of, of major rotation. We, we've rotated more on our defensive front than maybe on our back end, but uh, um, no, the... Uh, um, it, it'll be, you know, multiple guys, uh, you know, uh, assuming some some different roles in the, in those things, which is uh, um, something that we're comfortable with, something that guys have done, um, but not necessarily on, on on Saturday as much. And so the, the uh, um, tremendous opportunities for those individuals that roles change and excited for them. And uh, um, and it, what's important, and also is you know in, in those those that the the individuals around them, you know, the guys sitting to my left. Um, that they, they'll 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 do their part uh, to to ensure that we're not circling names after the game in terms of what, where we were deficient. It, it won't be because of them. And so that that uh, um, we we got a uh, a good group, and then and we'll have a confident group uh, uh, at all positions, including the safety spot. All right, right here in the second row on the right. Charles Odom with Associated Press. Um, as you talk about your your game plan, how does LSU's uncertainty at running back? affect that plan and you may be facing a committee approach instead of their their star back? Well, I don't think their, their scheme's going to change based on that. Obviously, they have a weapon in the backfield, does a great job in the run game, runs downhill, he's quick. Um, you, he, he's a weapon in the pass game as well. Um, you use him in a number of ways. And, and, and so I can't speak for them in, in, in terms of uh, the impact, but uh, I, I Certainly, have, have, you, you see other numbers on film doing some similar roles that way. And so um, I, I don't think that their scheme uh, will, will change much based on uh, um, availability that way. But uh, um, so, no, I, 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 we, we don't anticipate uh, two different game plans, whether or not uh, he plays or not. All right, over here, front row on the left. This is for all three. Uh, OU, Brennan Drum, OUinsider.com. Uh, you guys have been through this a lot. You've been through the playoffs. What does that experience do for you all each and every year? Has there been learning experiences? And I guess the same with you, Coach. You've been around a lot of big-time programs where you've played in big-time games. How does those learning experiences go into how you prep for a game of this magnitude? Kenneth, start with you this time. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, we've, we've been in the playoff a couple of different times. I know for me, um, definitely learning experiences. Um, definitely you can take a lot from those two games that I've been in. And so... Um, I think it's going to be extremely critical for us to 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 use that experience to our advantage for this game. Um, I think you know we've we've been in a lot of big games as a group, um, and I think you know it's just going to be extremely critical for us to just you know stay true to us and understand that you know if we we just do our jobs, our jobs are, are enough to to get done what we want to get done. Right. Neville. <clears throat> um, j just to piggyback off that, you know, definitely a growing experience, um, but you know. We have, we have an identity as a defense, and again, it just goes back to, you know, having that trust, you know, the guy next to me and having that trust in our coaches that they're going to put us in the right position possible. But, you know, obviously, you know, in the, in the past, you know, definitely you learn from those, you learn from those situations, you know, you overcome them, you, you 
always try to find ways to be better. And you just got to, again, you know, trust that your culture, trust your guys, and, you know, just make the most of the opportunity. And, you know, here we are again, you know, have an opportunity to make the most out of it. So, Coach? Well, I, I hope for these guys that they would draw from that. I mean, that, that, that's something that uh, um, I, know, I know these guys will look back on. You know, at, at, at some point, obviously, that this isn't a week to reflect and all those things. But think about the stages that, uh, you know, the, the Nev and, 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 and Kenneth and, and a lot of these guys had played on in, in, the, in their time at, uh, at Oklahoma, which obviously speaks to, you know, what, the, what, what Oklahoma is. Um, but, but, you know, also for us, and I'll just speak from a coaching standpoint, is, is it's so critical that, that your preparation is your preparation. You know, when you're, 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 how we prepare, and these guys can attest to it, what our practices look like now, uh, when we, you know, compared to when we played South Dakota, or when we, our practices now, uh, as compared to fall camp number four. Um, you know, what you, as a coaching, uh, you know, staff, what you believe in is what you believe in. And so the focus uh, obviously remains on us. And so uh, which you either believe that or you don't. But um, in any event, uh, that, that's, that's the critical element of things is, is, is being on, on, on some of these stages is the stage of the stage, but the preparation is the preparation. And, and, um, and, and we, we look forward to having a great Tuesday practice today. All right, right here in the front, Scott. Scott Rabelais with the Baton Rouge Advocate for Neville and, and Kenneth. Uh, if, for those of you who haven't covered you all year, just, if you could just boil down, you know, what ways has, has Coach Grinch made you guys a better defense? And in what ways have you made yourselves better as a defense as well throughout the year? Neville, start with you. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, you know, definitely from a mental standpoint, um, you know, Coach Grinch, his expectation and his standards for us are, are so high. And, you know, we really appreciate that because, you know, he's always just trying to find ways to get the most out of us, and, you know, and just kind of putting us in uncomfortable and stressful situations. But, you know, and that, and that and that helps us, you know, build as a football player, but also building our character, you know. Just uh, we go through it every day at practice. Um, and literally, you know, I feel like that just kind of puts us in the best uh, position because we know the, the moment's never too big for us. You know, any situation that you put us in, you know, we just learn to rally, rally uh, uh, with each other and, you know, just kind of, Trust the process, trust the work that we put in, and, you know, just, again, just having that mentality that, you know, that there's a job that still has to get done, and, you know, being a part of this program is required for you to be at your best and, you know, have the all-out effort no matter what you're going through and, you know, just kind of having that con consistency, you know, no matter what the situation is, who, who we're playing or, you know, what day it is, you know, how your body's feeling. You have a – it's a blessing to be uh, out on that field, so – and understand you're not going through that alone and just knowing that you know it's a again it's a part of the process and if if you really want to achieve the goals you want to achieve you know as a player and as a competitor you know you, you got to fall back on the habits you, uh, you created and he just kind of instilled that in us okay yeah um you know i think you know coach grinch and you know the rest of the defense coach staff they've done a great job of you know just getting across to us you know and i think for them, you know, it's it's really a, a on a daily basis. You know, it's something that you know, you know, maybe at other programs, you know, um, you know, they don't hear you know a message every day. But you know, every day we we hear a message from our coaches, um, and um, that pretty much sets the tone for the day. Um, and I think, um, you know, as players, I think we've 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 done a pretty good job of being able to take that and run with it, and being able to 
um, you know, apply that, you know, on a daily basis. And I think that's really what's, you know, um, has, has helped us become, you know, who we are right now. You know, we've, we've, we've went through some ups and ups and downs this season, but, um, I think overall it's just, you know, staying true to who we are and just listening to our coaches on a daily basis. That's really what's, um, you know, helped us get to the place that we are right now as a defense, you know, from a, you know, mental standpoint and also from, um, you know, an on-field standpoint. All right, we're going to go here on the first one on the left. Sheldon Mickles, Baton Rouge Advocate. Uh, Coach, I was going to ask you about um, taking over for this year, the mentality. They, they keep, those two guys kept talking about mentality over in the other room. Is that something you just had to instill? The first thing you had to do was kind of make them believe? Well, the, the, yes. Um, one, make them believe. But you also got to give them something to believe in. And, and so, you know, the one thing from a, as a coach, you, you can go up there and you can be rah-rah and you, you can say we're going to do X, Y, and Z and get them real excited to, to take the field for a practice. But, but if there's not depth to it, if, there's not, if it's not something they can draw from uh, in the moments of adversity, if, it, if it's if it doesn't uh, uh, you know, coincide with a plan to allow them to, to execute at a level that, that you, expect, you know, uh, expect them to uh, execute at, you, know, you can say, okay, well, the bar's real high. The expectation is to play at an elite level. Now go. You know, you've got to make sure that there, there's substance to it. You know, we, we, we showed these guys you know, kind of the game plan for the year in terms of what calls we executed in spring. We're going to be the same calls that we executed in, in, in the season. Um, and, and, and what that meant was, you know, if, if you can master this, what, what, what fall can be. And so that's just one example. But there's got to be substance behind it. Um, confidence is, um, it is, a, is a great quality, but it's got to be real confidence. And when you get on this stage, when you get this deep into it, and obviously some, some of the moments that we had over the course of the season as you're trying to play championship football, there has to be something that, that you can really draw from in those moments um, not, not, not just simply that that's, uh, um, again, a rah-rah deal to, to hopefully create a mentality. There, there's, there's something behind that. And, 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 and ultimately what's behind that is, is, you know, competitors to my left, uh, you know, guys that kind of bought into an, a, a vision. Um, and then from a coaching staff standpoint, got, you know, they talked about the message, is making sure that the, 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 the message and, and the, the output uh, kind of match in terms of what we're asking these guys to do um, uh, on, on a week, week-to-week basis and, and obviously on a daily basis. All right, going to go over here, second row. Amos Morale, WWL Radio. Uh, Neville and Kenneth, uh, LSU described your defense as probably the fastest one they've <coughs> seen all season. I'm curious as to, you know, if you guys feel that that's an identity you've developed and uh, if so, how? Most definitely. Um, I think, um, you know, you know, one of our goals this season was to, to have one of the fastest defenses in the country. Um, and so I think that's something that's been presented to us by our coaches. And I think that's something that, um, you know, we, we truly try to try to um, embody. And I think, um, you know, when first when, when Coach Grinch first came in, you know, um, you know, he talked about straining to the ball. I mean, I think, um, you know, early on in the process, um, you know, we 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 found ourselves straining to the ball and not really understanding, you know, that 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 um, if we strain to the ball, it really could be become a weapon um, and, and really become our identity. Um, and I think, um, you know, throughout time and, you know, you know, going throughout the summer and stuff like that, you know, we truly, um, you know, figured out that, you know, 
know, you know, a stranding to the ball is, you know, something that, 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 that can be a weapon for us, can be something that's, 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 that's positive and it's something that, you know, we do with a purpose. And so um, uh, I think we, we take a lot of pride in, 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 in flying around to the ball. Um, and then when we don't fly around to the ball, it's something that we hear about from our coaches. So um, I think that's, that's what, what keeps us accountable. Neville? Uh, I think just adding to that again, it just goes back to being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Um, you know, kind of like uh, Kenneth said early on, you know, it, it was one thing to strain, but, you know, we didn't really, really have an understanding. But now we just kind of, now we're just at a point that we understand, you know, the, the success and, you know, the, that energy and passion that's showing that when you got 11 guys, you know, flying to the ball, you know, it's one thing when you're faster guys, your fast guys are doing, but, you know, even being a D lineman, you know, you just, there's a sense of pride that, that comes into, you know, playing at a high level consistency. And, you know, that goes back to Coach Ruzia and all the defensive coaches just kind of instilling that, you know, that's, that's not, uh, you know, that's just not something you do. That's, that's a requirement. And, you know, again, that's one of the goals that we had. We wanted to be, you know, we wanted to have a, we wanted to have the fastest defense, but, you know, it's one thing to talk about it, and that's something that, that we stress about. And, you know, the standard and the expectation that our coaches have are going to be, you know, extremely high. And the biggest focus is, is either the match or, you know, past that. You know, any time there's a situation where it's below that, you know, again, we get addressed and we got to, you know, we got to do our best to meet that standard. But that just goes back to, you know, our preparation. This all started, you know, way before a lot of people realize it. And again, it goes back to it's about us and how we can have an impact um, in every way possible. And, you know, straining the ball, straining to the ball is, you know, that's something that, you know, that doesn't require, you know, talent or anything. It's just your want to, your effort, understanding that you have a job to do. And no matter, you know, what the situation is, you know, you selling out, you giving it your all, you know, can overcompensate for a lot of things. So, again, the scene setter will drop here probably in moments. Toby did an incredible job on this. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And we'll get up as much as we possibly can from Media Day on Thursday. Until then, everyone have a great countdown to kickoff. We'll be on the air on Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time to get you ready for the 3 p.m. kick as the Sooners square off against the LSU Tigers in the Peach Bowl, part of the 14th playoff. Until then, have a great start to your weekend, and Boomer Sooner, everybody.